This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, welcome back to That's Debatable. Today we have a little bit of hot takes around the Oscars and I know some people are probably going to get upset about it, which is totally fine, but that's why the podcast is called That's Debatable because you don't have to agree with me, but you should leave a comment. So let's just get into it. So it's around that time where Oscar nominations are coming out and it's a big award season. It is the 96th annual Oscars, which is crazy that the Oscars have been around for 96 years. It's nuts. Um, but, oh my God, I, this is just like a random tangent. I wonder what they're going to do for 100 years. Probably continue to snub women, but whatever. That's just is what it is. Um, but, ooh, we started off crazy today. But I want to kind of just talk about the nominations, who got nominated, big milestones in it, um, who I think, and I'm not, I don't speak for all of society, this is just my personal opinion of the people that I think got snubbed. Um, and I think I think there's been a conversation around it. And some people are angry. Some people are, are understanding of it. But starting off, obviously, we know this is a huge year for movies. I think this was like the first year that I felt like the movies got back to what it was pre-COVID with everybody going to the theaters, getting dressed up. Like it felt very Hunger Games, Harry Potter Avengers-esque era where everybody was just so excited to go and watch the movies that were coming out. Obviously, there were huge ones. Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Past Lives, um, Poor Things, which I haven't gotten around to watch Poor Things, but I heard it was very good and Emma Stone did an amazing job. My goal for this year before the Oscars happen, I want to watch every single movie that was nominated for Best Movie. Um, I started to watch Anatomy of the Fall because the director is nominated for it, which we'll get into that tea. But so far, the movie was a little slow to start, but I think it's like an overall good concept. But yeah, it was a huge year for movies. History was made by some people. And I think it really brought back, it brought back the nostalgic feeling of going to the movies again, which I think was super exciting. I know, for example, Barbie alone killed it, like absolutely killed it. There was everybody coming in pink. They got me to wear pink. And you know, I only wear pink for special occasions. So it definitely really left its mark on movie history. And I don't want to immediately get into that one because I know that a lot of people have their own opinions of if Barbie got snubbed or not. So I'm just going to start with like the little bit of the smaller ones, which is like animated um, movies, which animated movies have had a huge year this year with Across the Spider-Verse. Also, another movie that was up was Elementals, as well as... The Boy and the Heron, I believe, and Robot Dreams, and one more that I'm missing, but another movie that was also really good. I think there's Studio Ghibli movies, right? I know The Boy and the Heron was, correct? Yeah, so Studio Ghibli's been having like their little iconic moment, but personally for me, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, Elementals being put in for a nomination instead of Mutant Mayhem, which is a Ninja Turtles movie, that was crazy. I tried to watch Elementals. This is, again, I'm starting small, girl. We're starting small. 
<laughs> Elementals was it felt like another inside inside out inside two inside somewhere and let me tell you it was not it, it was not I don't know I just personally I really like the whole Ninja Turtles thing I like it caused a lot of buzz around it so I was a little surprised to see that also I was surprised to see that Across the Spider Verse was not nominated for um for the soundtrack category I was because I mean like Metro Boomin killed. That soundtrack. That soundtrack was absolutely everywhere. Even if you didn't watch Across the Spider-Verse, you were listening to the soundtrack. So it was a little crazy. I also feel like animated movies don't really ever get the correct recognition that they deserve when it comes to um, soundtracks. Because a lot of times, those soundtracks are absolutely amazing. But I guess because people think they're animated, that they don't take it as serious. Which, I mean, okay. It's still a movie. But we're going to get into the big one. Barbie got snubbed. It got snubbed. And this is my opinion. I'm not speaking for all the society before everybody gets furious with me. But I personally believe Barbie got snubbed. Um, Barbie was up in almost every single category except Best Actress and Best Director. And the reason why I think that's such a, like, almost slap in the face is because of the fact that if it wasn't for Greta or Margot, that movie would have never been made. And that movie broke made history, quite frankly. Greta Greta Gerwig is the first female director to gross over a billion dollars on a movie. History was made. And I know that people are going to be like, just because the movie made so much money doesn't mean that it's like, it deserves to get the recognition. Okay, yeah, I mean, we all know that now. But at the end of the day, if you do such a big feat like that, you deserve to at least get acknowledged for it. And now, Different categories in Barbie were nominated. Ryan Gosling was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, um, which I don't think he's going to win because he's up against Robert Downey Jr. And that's Iron Man. So, I mean, like, I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry, bye-bye. I don't think it's going to happen for you. But Oppenheimer was nominated for, I believe, 14 Oscars. 13, sorry. Oppenheimer received 13 nominations. Poor Things received 11 nominations. And Barbie got eight nominations. And... Everybody's like, Oppenheimer deserves it. Oppenheimer deserves it. I get it. I like it. I liked Oppenheimer. I thought it was a good movie. But, like, I love a good history movie. Don't get me wrong. I love a good history movie. But they're always going to be made. They're always going to be made. We'll probably get another history movie about COVID. And it'll all be men figuring out how to solve COVID. And I don't. it'll, it'll always be made. History movies are always going to happen. I think a movie like Barbie are movies that are not always made or if they are they just don't get any recognition or they don't do well because they think it's like oh it's a girl movie we're not gonna watch it cool great but I know that a lot of people were angry because they were talking about Margot and Greta not getting nominated because of the fact that America Ferrera got nominated for best supporting actress and this is her first nomination and if she wins this she will be the third Latina to ever win this category Um, which is absolutely crazy if anything America Ferrera deserves it so much. Um, you, we know her from Ugly Betty, the sister of the traveling pants. And honestly, her career has been a great example of what it is like to be a woman in Hollywood. She is typecasted as the Latina, as the bigger girl, as that was what her whole entire career was for the beginning of her career was the Latina bigger girl. That's like funny, goofy, not that attractive, but she's surrounded by like a whole bunch of attractive people and like, oh yeah, we're living our best life. So it's nice to finally 
give her that recognition that she deserves. A big comment that I've been seeing is that people have been like, oh my God, everybody is so concerned with Margot and Greta that they're forgetting about America Ferrera's nomination. And of course, we're always protecting white women because of the outcry that we have. What I don't understand is I don't know why two truths can exist at the same time in the same universe. Yes, we are, especially as a Latina, I am so proud that she's there representing us and that she got this nomination that she finally deserves. But I'm also upset at the fact that another pair of women who really, if it was not for them, and I'm going to keep saying it, if it was not for them, they would have not been able to have this movie come out. Um, didn't get the recognition. And I feel like a lot of the times when people are angry about this, it's like, did y'all forget the premise of Barbie? Can we please go back to the era of Barbie when it was like we're women holding it down for other women? No, but yeah, two truths can exist. We can be really excited for America Ferrer. I'm really proud of that acknowledgement of a Latina being nominated in that category while also being really upset that Greta and Margot were snubbed because they were snubbed. If that if they were not involved in this movie, this movie wouldn't have happened. Um, so Greta Gerwig, I know she's comments are going to say, oh, but she's up for um, adapted screenplay. She's up with another guy because they got to pair them together because if not, you can't do it by yourself. Um, but she's not up for best director. In the best director category, it's men plus one woman, Justine Trait. I believe I'm saying her last name wrong. But she is the director of Anatomy of the Fall. She is the eighth women woman to be nominated in this category in 96 years. And this brings me back to when Natalie Portman had her little like shady moment on stage when um, she was announcing the nominees for best director of that year. I forget what year it was. And she was like a little shady and goes, and these are all the nominees for, see there, these are all the male nominees for best director. And this caused a whole bunch of controversy because people were like, oh my God, she took the moment away from the nominees. Shut up. You have your moment every single year. Every single year we get to see all these glorious men come in with their suit and tie. I did it. Boom, boom, bow. Like, this is me. Great. She just had a little bit of a shady moment and it's totally fine. If Joy Coy can get away with the fact that he said that, oh, and Barbie's a movie about plastic, a plastic doll with big boobies. Natalie Portman can get away with the fact that she just did a little snub. It's fine. It's a word season. It's fun. It's cool. Will Smith smacks somebody on the face. We're good. We will live. Um, nobody wanted to say anything about that though, right? That was all like a, I mean, they did talk about it, but they're like, now it's like really hush hush. Don't talk about the smack in the face. Don't talk about the smack in the face. It happened. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it's a little disappointing when that happened with Natalie Portman, they all were, everybody was super angry because like she took the shine away from the nominees. Um, everybody's upset, blah, 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 I'm going to cry about it. Uh, I'm at the Oscars, but I'm really upset. But, um, afterwards when they interviewed the people, the nominees in the category, they said, what did you think about Natalie Portman's statement? And they said, you know what? Like you know, she has a right to say that and hopefully in the future I know that there'll be more female directors within this category obviously not there's only been eight and 90 and almost 100 years there's only been eight women and I'm not saying just because of the fact that it's like you're a woman you deserve to get acknowledged that's not it at all Greta Gerwig again breaking history 1.4 billion dollars is how much Barbie made like you created history and I'm not saying that they deserve to win I'm saying they deserve to at least be acknowledged for their efforts of doing something. I don't know. That's just my own personal tea. Um, especially Greta Gerwig, which I know this is going to be a controversial take. When I found out that she was directing Barbie, I was very nervous. I hated Lady Bird. 
I'm sorry. There's no tea and there's no shade in that. I just, personally for me, we were just talking about this. Lady Bird just wasn't my personal cup of tea just because I, I don't know, every time I watched the movie and I was like, if I ever were to speak to my mom like that, she probably would have smacked me upside the head. So it just felt like there was a little disconnect there. So I was a little nervous to see what she was going to do with Barbie. And she killed it. She killed it. And even as far as nominating something like Ryan Gosling's I'm Just Ken. Now, the song was a bop. The song was a bop. But it's not on my shuffle list. It didn't change the world. Like, I understand Billie Eilish being nominated. But to have Barbie nominated in almost every major category and then the big ones just being like, no. That's crazy. And again, I understand America Ferreira is amazing. And I'm not diminishing it because I know a lot of people were mad that she had to come out and speak. But at the same time, I feel like America Ferreira, from what we've seen, I don't know her personally. Um, she will not return my calls, will not return them. But I don't know her personally. But what I've seen from her is that I think that even if somebody didn't tell her to put that that statement, she still would have done it. Because I think that's just like the human thing to do as these are my co-stars. These are the women that I've worked with. These are the women that we created history with. Yes, I'm going to acknowledge them all the while acknowledging the fact that I'm really proud of myself. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think one doesn't take away from the other. If anything, it just exemplifies what the Barbie movie is about and what womanhood looks like and being together in this moment to being like, yeah, we will get snubbed in future you walk into rooms and they're going to underestimate you in every sense of the way. And you have to do 10 times better than the next person to only be acknowledged just as much as the person doing less than you. That's what this movie was about. And I know that I got a, I saw a lot of comments. I saw, I just, the thought came back to me. I saw a lot of comments of people being like, Barbie shouldn't even have been nominated at all. It was a silly movie. It was a dumb movie. And it had like, there was no reason that it should be in the same conversation as an Oppenheimer. Obviously, Oppenheimer is about a bomb. Like, let's be for real right now. Obviously, we're not comparing the, comparing the two in like the historic of things. Like Oppenheimer was a huge movie. World War II T all over the place. Killian Murphy did an amazing job. Obviously, you know, Christopher Nolan is an amazing director. So we all knew the movie was going to be great. But to just brush Barbie off as like, it was just a silly, dumb movie. Like, why is it being like, why would it even get one nomination? I saw a lot of those comments and a lot of those comments were from men, obviously, because it's like, yeah, it's a silly, goofy movie for you because you don't hold, because you think women are silly and goofy, but you don't understand it. Like you were exactly the target audience that people were speaking to, that they were talking about in the Barbie movie. Um, because yeah, it was the premise of it a little silly of course it's a barbie but i think the overall idea of what barbie is and why america ferrer deserved that acknowledgement was because of that monologue if you didn't understand what the movie was about america ferrer's monologue really much pretty much summed it all up of yeah you could be a woman but you also you want to be great but you can't be too great because if you're too great then you're going to threaten other people and it is a difficult space. It's talking about the woman's experience. So I understand why men would be like, yeah, can you watch it, man? Can you watch Ebenhammer? Like, <laughs> as, as if it's like, I, what kills me too is like, I've talked to men about like Barbie and Oppenheimer. I'm like, oh, have you watched Barbie? No, why would I watch Barbie? That's a girl movie. Okay, you're what's wrong with the world. Did you watch Oppenheimer? Yeah, 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 it was good. It was a long movie, but da -da -da. And then I talk about it and you still didn't even understand what Oppenheimer was. You just like the concept of the fact that it's like, really huge A-list celebrities. And for me personally, Oppenheimer's best part, the one that I resonated with the most was probably Emily Blunt. 
she did she's also up for um a support actor best supporting role actor actress actress whatever uh she absolutely killed it and again i'm not saying that barbie deserves to win because i know a lot of people are going to think that that's what i'm saying i'm saying they deserve to at least be acknowledged to win i don't know is a pretty stacked up year for movies emily blunt killed it in oppenheimer she kind of made the whole movie for me um florence Pugh was absolutely amazing too but emily blunt really kind of like tied it in like she really held him down and they called him oppie in the movie and for the longest time i was so confused as to who that was because they were like yeah well oppie like why are you there i said who is this new character that we introduced there were so many characters in that movie that i was just like josh peck was in the movie Okay, I was expecting Drake Bell to come out and like with the guitar or something. And I was like, what is happening in this movie? Uh, great movie, though. But I don't know. I think that just to brush it off as just a silly, goofy movie is just kind of one, discrediting the work that these women did and two, feeding into that narrative of, of what the movie is about. Uh, it definitely deserved to be acknowledged and even just like the overall idea of it. And also other movies, for example, Killers of the Flower Moon. Lily Gladstone is... Um, Killers of the Flower Moon, she is the first Native American to be up for um, the category that she's in. Very first one, which again, history. I think that the Oscars were really stacked with amazing movies this year, so it's probably a really hard choice to decide who's going to be in it. It's okay to be really happy for somebody, but also a little disappointed at the same time. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we're actually finding out who's in the Academy, and some of these names are kind of crazy, y'all. We found out Austin Butler's in the Academy. Make that make sense. Do you, I also think that there's like politics behind it. I think that there is people behind the scenes. Say, for example, maybe somebody got angry and they're like, you know what? We're going to snub them. We're going to snub them. And this is going to be our way of kind of getting back to them. The, obviously, when it comes to all these award shows, there's a lot of politics that go behind it. It's not just like who made the most money, because if you really want to do that, then Barbie should have been nominated everything because Oppenheimer and Barbie had the same budget, which is $100 million. So did The Color Purple, which I think Fantasia got snubbed for The Color Purple. The only nomination that The Color Purple had was Daniel Brooks, uh, which is the same actress from Orange is the New Black, which, I mean, is so amazing for her. This is such a big moment in her career. Um, but Barbie and Oppenheimer had a $100 million budget for the movie. Barbie had to push it a little bit more. So I think it was closer to like $145 million, $150 million. Well, I mean, they had a they caused a shortage of pink throughout the whole entire country because of how much pink they used on the set. But Oppenheimer made $900 million in the box office. Barbie made $1.4 billion. Poor The Color Purple. The Color Purple also had a $100 million budget, but they made like $58 million. Damn. Not the color purple. Not for the color purple. They had a really good opening weekend, and then for whatever reason, it just tanked right after. But it was still a really good movie. Um, it was a remake, obviously, of the original one, but still a really good movie. Another movie that I feel like got snubbed and got no nominations was Iron Claw. And I don't know if it's because of the fact that maybe when it was released, it's not, it doesn't qualify for this season of Oscars. Um, but... I've been seeing like different things, so I'm not too sure exactly what it is, but no nominations for Iron Claw. And I watched, Iron Claw was one of those movies that I was like, I really want to watch it. I really want to watch it. Oh my God, I'm just thinking about Jeremy Allen. Like, yeah, my man, my man, my man. Um, I almost threw up. <laughs> I'm like a child when I get too excited. I just like, I threw up. Um, <laughs> oopsie. But 
it was one of those movies that I was really like, I want to see this. I want to see it so bad. And it was not streaming. It was only in theaters. Um, same thing with Poor Things. I just have to find the time to watch it. But when I saw that movie, it was such a beautiful tragedy. Like, And I think what really nail on the head with that movie was everything was real. Everything that happened in that movie happened in real life. To, and I'm not going to spoil it for you guys because I walked in there not knowing the wrestling family. I didn't want to know anything. I really wanted to be surprised and learn about it while I was watching it. But Zac Efron did an amazing, amazing job. Not only did he look ginormous. Oh my God. It was like to a point I was like, this man looked like King Daka. Like I was like, oh, and they try to make it seem like he was 6'2". No, babe. There's no amount. You cannot. I don't care how big you get. I don't care how much muscle head juice energy you have. He did not look 6'2". But he definitely did look like a oh my god he looked like a giant it was insane he killed that role he did an amazing job um and i mean that's troy bolton like of course he's gonna kill it like be so for real also jeremy allen white did an amazing job but he's also getting like his moment with the bear uh so that's like on the side but i was surprised to see not one nomination for iron claw and again i don't know if maybe it's because it just came out or how it works but i really wanted to see some type of acknowledgement for them because it was an amazing movie um from beginning to end, I was like, so much happened in this person's, in the family's life that they had to take things out of that movie because the director was like, if I were to add every single um, thing that happened, it would have killed the movie because of how tragic it was. And at a point, it almost got repetitive, which there was a moment where I was watching the movie that I was like, there's no way, there's no way. Like, why is everybody dying? It was very much Game of Thrones-esque. Like, your favorite characters are gonna die. Um, and then I was watching with my boyfriend and he was like, no, that all happened. And I Googled it and I was like, oh my God, yeah, I did. All of that happened, which is absolutely crazy. So it was surprising to see not one nomination for them. I personally think my predictions for who's going to win, I think for best supporting actor, I think it's going to be Robert Downey Jr. I, I mean, he also did an amazing job in Oppenheimer. I think for best supporting actress, it might either be Emily Blunt or America Ferrera, which I really, really hope it's America Ferrera because I know she's going to give a beautiful speech. Um, as far as song goes, I don't know who's going to win that one, but if it's if it is, I'm just Ken. Be so for real right now. I mean, if it if if I'm just Ken wins the Oscar for best song in a movie, that's if you saw Ryan Gosling's like face facial expressions when he won the People's Critics Award for I'm Just Ken, he was even confused. He was like, wait, make that make sense. Billie Eilish had an amazing song. I think Bailey's going to win that one. I think Bailey might win that one or Killers of the Flower Moon might win because I've heard that one too. Um, I think it's either going to go to Billie or Killers of the Flower Moon song. And if it goes to I'm Just Ken, that's dead ass not disrespectful. Like that's OD disrespectful. Like you shouldn't even accept it at that point. At that point, everybody should just get up and walk out. Like it's not. Mm -mm. And then best actress, I think. So Annette Benning actually super talented, extremely talented. Like that's a really good. Not again. That's why I'm saying it was really difficult because the categories are so crazy stacked that I. You can also have that argument that it's like it was a really tough year. But I feel like they say that every year. They say that every year that it's like, oh, but it was a really tough year for movies. Relax. Leonardo DiCaprio did not get his Oscar until when? Until he was 85 years old. Like, how? I'm sorry. I could say that he dates only 25 years old. No, he doesn't. We, 
we don't down we don't count anymore he i am no longer eligible for leonardo dicaprio i i aged out i aged out but leo didn't get his oscar until he was later on in his career and he obviously we know leo we know leo we all know him like be for real personally metaphorically we know him i think actress in a leading role is probably going to go to either emma stone or emma stone i think it's going to go to emma stone i think she did, from what I've seen of that movie, it has gotten such amazing um, reviews. I was going to say critiques. Amazing reviews that it just makes sense for her to win that movie, win that one. Um, as far as directing goes, I hope they give it to the woman. And they're probably not going to. They're probably going to give it to either oh, Christopher Nolan. Was, Christopher Nolan is Christopher Nolan, though. Nah, f*** that. I wanted to go to, I wanted to go to Anatomy of the Fall. I wanted to go to the woman. I'm tired of this. It's... And they always talk about it. We're gonna, we're gonna diversify it. We're gonna diversify it. You're no, you're not. But no, for real. Like there's a, always a comment. It's always the same thing. And I don't know why we're so surprised. And I don't know why we always just sit here and when people complain, they get mad at other people complaining because you're like, no, we. But it's true. It's true. So I, I personally want, uh, just Justine Trite, Trite, to win Best Director. Can't say her last name. I don't know why. It's felt a little weird. Um. I think Christopher Nolan is going to win it for Oppenheimer. I think Oppenheimer is going to sweep the Oscars this year. Um, and I watched Oppenheimer just so that I could properly, properly hate. Because I don't want people to be like, you never really watched it, so how you can say something about it? Really nicely portrayed. Christopher Nolan is an amazing director. That, I can't take it away from him. I can't take that away from him. He is an amazing director. The movie had me entertained for so 85% of it, I did doze off a little bit because it's long as hell. Um, but it was still a good movie. But again, at the same time, like there's probably going to be another movie made like that 10, 15 years from now. It wasn't really anything different than we've never seen before. Like I feel like the Manhattan Project is a, it's a big thing that happened in history. And so is COVID. We're probably going to get another Christopher Nolan movie in 15 years about COVID. Of course Taylor Swift's the voting member in the Academy. Of course she is. What do you mean? Of course she is. Oh my God. What? Why? What, what? That makes no sense. You have Austin Butler and Taylor Swift making all the decisions for the Oscars. That makes no sense. Travis Kelsey is there apparently now. Like, that makes no sense. Oh my God, that just got me mad. Wow. All right, well, now, wow, that just got me, wow, Marty, you, we're ending this episode on a sour note. That is, wow, that's infuriating. Um. That makes absolutely no sense. But if somebody would care to explain to me in the comments why that makes sense, I would love to hear your opinion, babe. But, okay. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because Taylor's mad that they like they didn't offer her a Barbie like soundtrack thing. Actually, I don't know. Can you imagine if Ice Spice was up? Nominated for like <laughs> best song of the year. There at least could have been a, one more woman in that category. And I'm not saying like we have to take one out. Listen, I think that Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese, Yorgis Lanthimos, I'm definitely butchering his name, and I'm so sorry. Justin Treat, these are all great people to be up there, but there at least could have been one more woman. I wonder what happens behind the scenes when they find out the nominations of stuff. Like, do you think that they sit there and they, like, cry? I'm sure, I mean, I probably would have if I had a moment of, it's just, it's crazy if, I don't know. I keep going on to this Barbie thing because it genuinely, I really did enjoy the movie. Um, and although it was a silly, goofy movie, there was a really big meaning behind it. And the statement 
that Ryan Gosling made was probably so beautiful. He was like, there is no Ken without Barbie and there is no Barbie without Margot Robbie or Greta Gerwig, which is yes. Like, yes, yes. That makes the example. There is no, (laughs) there is no Oppenheimer without (laughs) Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. There is no Oppenheimer without Killian Murphy. And there was no Killian Murphy without Christopher Nolan. So, I mean, imagine if he were... I mean, true, though, because he's been in so many Christopher Nolan movies. This is his first leading um, role in his movie, which is like T. If I had a friend that was a big director like that, and he's like, I want you to be part of my movie, but as a side character. Every single time, that's not my friend. That's not my friend. I got to get new friends. But no, he finally had his moment, and that's cool. That's great. It's just... I don't know. Again, like I, and I'm going to keep reiterating this so that the internet doesn't come at me crazy and I don't get some random people stitching me and calling me a dumb bitch. Um, two truths can exist. We're proud of American Farah, but we're also disappointed. And I really hope that America takes, I love how her name is America. That's such a Latino thing to name their child America. Um, I really hope she takes it. Just any, anytime she speaks, she's just so well articulated. And this is just like a little random one. I think that Best animated series. If Elementals win, I'm turning the TV off. It's cut. I will fully turn the TV off like I did with Everything Everywhere All at Once. Not because it was a bad movie, but because I didn't understand that in the middle of it, when it said the end, that that wasn't the end. I was just pissed. And I was I saw it. I was watching the movie and I was like, wait, what the, the end? Like, they didn't tie anything up. I didn't even pause it. I just turned my TV off. And I was like, bad movies finished it amazing movies they deserved everything and then some and i know that a lot of people were also mad when jamie not jamie lynn spears <laughs> jamie lee curtis <laughs> yo there's way too many people's names that they just exist <laughs> there's too many names but everybody was also really upset when she won um her oscar for that movie and it's like y'all are never gonna be happy right and i mean i'm one of those people that i'll never be happy until i get what i want i get it i understand it but to be acknowledged is a big thing, and to not even be acknowledged is just disrespect, quite frankly. It's just like a disrespect. Not saying that they deserve to win. I'm just saying you deserve to at least be acknowledged. You did something big for little girls all over the world, little girls, little boys, little Emilys, big Emilys, <laughs> and small and medium-sized Emilys. All Emilys around the world are very much affected by it. So it just it is what it is, and I don't know. It's a little crazy, but that's kind of... Oh, I didn't say who I thought was going to win for Best Animated Series. Um, I'm probably going to have to give it to one of the Studio Ghibli movies. Their movies are just so well thought out and everything about like just the illustrations of it are just so beautiful. It's just a, even if you don't watch the movie or listen to it, you can just watch the pictures and the way that the illustrations are are done. Also, let's get more women directors in there. And it's not like there were, we don't have them. It's just that they don't get acknowledged. How is it that in 96 years, essentially, if a person was born the first year that the Oscars happened, they probably would have been dead by now. Like, that's a whole lifetime, plus a little bit more. Only eight women were ever acknowledged in that category. In 96 years, only three women have won. What were the rest of them? There's only one other choice. That's crazy. In three, only... Three women have won in the... Not, I mean, to be fair, though, in the 1920s, ain't nobody giving a woman a shot to direct a movie. Let's just... We barely could even vote at that point, right? Okay. <laughs> we couldn't vote. We couldn't vote. You think they're going to let us direct? Be so for real. But I don't know. I think it's... I'm interested to see how it changes over time. And I think that with 
the world changing, society changing, the perception of people changing, um, we're going to start to see a little bit more, hopefully, but they always say that every year. So we could be talking about this with the 200th annual Oscars and there'll be maybe 10 women that were nominated. I just, we're not, they're not scarce. They're there. They're just not being acknowledged. And when they are acknowledged, obviously they win. Hopefully she wins this year. Hopefully she wins this year just so it can be like, yeah, just for that little Barbie moment. But Okay, so we could vote, but it was brand new. It was brand new. It was brand new that they gave us the right to vote. So we were voting, but you know when you give them like a, you, your, your little cousin like the game controller to play, but it's not plugged in? That's pretty much how we're, that's how I think it was, but that's a conspiracy theory, and I'm not getting into that. But it was a brand new one, so we just recently got that one when the Oscars were out. Well, no, it was like 10 years, late 20s. They still went straight out of time. That's crazy. We were, we've, we're given the right to vote more like a hundred years ago. I met a woman the other day that was 101. <laughs> so I don't know why that made me think of that. But I was like, wait, that means in your lifetime we couldn't vote? That's crazy, girl. Did you know we could drive now and everything? We could do it all. Wow. Well, I mean, and on that note. <laughs> and on that note, hey. But that's what I'm saying. When it comes to these, like, hot takes, I really want to hear what you guys have to say about it. If you agree with me or if you don't agree with me, either way, honestly, it's that's the beauty of the podcast. That's why it's called That's Debatable. You don't have to agree with me. These are my personal hot takes that I believe. Some people hate a Barbie movie, and that's great. Some people hated Oppenheimer. That's also great. I would love to hear what you guys think of it because um, there has been, like, some stirrups of what people feel like people are not I think there are a lot of people that are still kind of on the Barbie got snubbed wave. And then there are some people that are like, no, nah, they didn't even deserve one one nomination. In which case, that's racist. I said it. I said it. I'm hearing you. I'm the first. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. I don't know what I just said. I'm delirious now. But I would love to hear you guys have to think. <laughs> guys. The English is not happening today. You know what it is? It's because there's way too many names in my head right now to like properly form sentences. I'm trying to remember everybody's names and there's just so many different names, but whatever. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. And I can't wait to actually see the Oscars because I'm definitely going to be watching this year. And then maybe we can do an episode, a part two of like what we thought was right, what we thought was not correct. Um, maybe somebody gets smacked in the face again. <laughs> Makes for a great TV. Um Hopefully it's not Chris Rock. He didn't deserve it. But who's hosting the Oscars this year? Is it Jimmy Kimmel? But, I mean, either way, he's actually a really good host. So I'm really excited to see how that goes. Well, I'm excited to see what performances are in store. I'm pretty sure they're going to ask Billy to do something. She had a really big moment. And it's probably super emotional or whatever. But, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And... How much money did they have to pay Ryan Gosling to do that? A possible performance of I'm Just Ken. That movie, that song was supposed to be satirical. The Okay, I guess. So you're telling me we're going to go from what was I made for to I'm just Ken. And like, okay, all right. Eat down, I guess. But I mean, it's still a fun time. I love award season. I think it's so much fun. It sparks different conversation, different debates among people and you get to see kind of what people's interests are, what they like, what they don't like, what they expect out of movies, what they expect out of like actors and actresses. So it's really an exciting time and I'm excited to see what this year has in store. So let me know what you guys think in the comments below. If you think that somebody got snubbed, you think that I was wrong about absolutely everything I said, or if you think that Travis Kelsey should be up for best director next year. 
let me know. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.